Well, babe, you're officially a mom. And you're officially a dad. <laughs> so my wife, Angela, is definitely my favorite blogger and YouTuber extraordinaire. And she's a pretty amazing wife, I must add. And my guess is that a lot of you may have seen my husband, Matt, on TV or in the movies. Wyatt from Timeless, Liam from 90210, anyone? Chicago from Pitch Perfect 3. I mean, he's bringing the sexy. All right, all right. So if you guys didn't know, Angela and I created a podcast called Hello Bump to chronicle our journey as expecting first-time parents. We really just started it for something for us to look back on, but we ended up really loving our weekly chat. Yeah, so much so that we couldn't stop there. I mean, now is the fun part, right? Now is the payoff for the nine months of pregnancy. Now is where our life begins. We have a brand new beautiful baby girl and we are so in love. And we want you guys to come on this new journey with us of figuring out, frankly, how to raise this little thing. We know it's going to be tough at times, but we also know the rewards are great. We're going to be chatting week to week about the joys and the struggles of learning how to do this parenting thing. I'm pretty sure we're going to mess up a lot. But from every mistake comes a lesson that we can pass on to you. So join us in this wild ride as we undertake our newest challenge, parenthood. Hello, Hello baby. baby. Alright, hello baby. Oh boy, we got a little bit of a different kind of an episode today, alright? Well, let me just tell you why we have a different kind of an episode. Well, that's because I'm missing one half of my podcasting team. That's right. My baby mama, my wife, Angela's not here with me. You see, I'm in Toronto right now. Angela's in Ohio. Actually, literally right now, she's at the dentist. She's probably got her teeth, mouth, pride wide open, and the, the dentist is hopefully not finding any cavities and just giving her a good old cleaning. But uh, we needed to get this thing up for you guys, and um, we had to get going. So it's just me today. We talked about calling her in, and you never know. It might happen, but I'm, I'm really kind of assuming it's not going to happen because I, I think I'm going to get this thing done and finish talking about before Angela gets home. She'll probably still be in the chair with drool running out the side of her mouth. So <laughs> it's just me today. Apologies if you don't like listening to me, uh, but that's what you got today. So uh, I think today... Um, we're just going to talk about some, uh, because, uh, this is what's happening right now. I'm away traveling on business. As many of you know, I'm an actor, so I'm away. I'm in Toronto right now. I'll get into it in a minute here, but today we're going to talk about that episode number 79. I think we are. And, um, we're going to talk about being away on business travel. I think we ought to just hop right into this. Let's go. Do you have that one photo that you've taken that you just love? It's just so, so, so special. But because of the way a lot of cameras work now, you just you take the photo. And maybe, maybe it goes on your phone or uh, in a hard drive. You never see it again, right? You know what I'm talking about. What about trying paint your life? Oh, my gosh. We had a photo that we took. Actually, I set it up on a tripod. And it's me and Angela on our honeymoon kissing on the beach. It's just an incredible photo. And Paint Your Life has painted it into a real painting for us 
on a big canvas. And so now we have that photo and it hangs in our house. Well, now we have that painting and it hangs in our house and everybody comments on it. It is the most uh, beautiful painting uh, painted by a real life artist at Paint Your Life. It's just incredible. If you want to give a truly meaningful gift, you've got to try paintyourlife.com. You can have an original painting of yourself or your children, you know, your family or a place or just a pet or something like that at a price you can afford from paintyourlife.com. It's a real painting, again, it's done by hand by a world-class artist created from a favorite photo. Guys, this makes the perfect gift. Can I tell you that with uh, Christmas coming up here? You know, maybe for a parent or a grandparent or something like that, it'd be awesome. It makes a perfect gift for uh, the holidays or, you know, a birthday or anniversary or a wedding. So... There's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded. Right now, as a limited time offer, get 30% off your painting. That's right, 30% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text BABY to 64-000. That's BABY to 64-000. Text B-A-B-Y to 64-000. All right, we are officially back. Well, I, no, I should say I am officially back. Gosh, it's so weird. So weird not having a co-host. I mean, for what, what did we do, like 30-something episodes, 37, 38 episodes of uh, Hello Bump, and now uh, nearly 80 episodes of Hello Baby with a co-host. This is weird. I feel nervous. I feel scared. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my hands. To quote uh, Ricky Bobby, I think so. Yeah. I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, it's just me. My name is Matt Lanter. Um, I am a parent of a child. Her name is McKinley. Nearly two years old now. And I have my wife. Say hello, Angela. Hello, guys. My name's Angela. And I'm the wife. <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible impression. I do voiceover work if you, if you want to hire me uh, <laughs> for bad impressions. Uh, but hey, look, I'm in Toronto right now. Currently, it's snowing. I'm literally looking out the window, and it's pouring snow out there. It's been pouring snow for days here. Do you know what I heard? I heard that it has not snowed like this in Toronto since 1951. Isn't that crazy? 70 years, 70 years. I assume much of you, probably a lot of you listening, are in the same kind of Arctic blast that we are, uh, a lot of us are experiencing right now. Something that blew my mind the other day was New York was, and I think New York now is cold, like the cold front has moved into New York, but it was like 55 degrees in New York and um, 23 degrees or 22 degrees in, uh, in uh, Nashville, you know, where we have our, uh, a house now. Which is just, it's weird, right? It's mind-blowing. I, I can't understand it. Um, so we're in this Arctic blast. I mean, I hope, you know, I hope if you guys are mamas or daddies out there that, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you like it when your kids go to school. or Maybe it's fun for them to have a day off. I don't really know. Whatever your situation was. I assume some schools have gotten canceled, though, right? I mean, they had to have. Up here in Toronto, there's like over a foot of snow on the ground. Like legitimately, I'm sitting out here looking. It's snowing again. And there's like a foot of snow because it really hasn't warmed up enough to melt from the other day. We had a 
like a big snowstorm the other day. Anyway, 70 years. It's crazy. So beautiful though. It's beautiful. We were actually shooting out outside, outside of, we were about an hour to hour and a half outside of Toronto. If you guys don't know, if, if I, I don't know why you wouldn't know 80 episodes in here, but I'm an actor. So <laughs> I'm working on a show in Toronto right now. We're filming and, uh, we were, got, we were outside and really low temperatures. Um, it always makes for a tough day when it's, uh, you know, super freezing out and you're, you're trying to feel your face and your hands and all that. You got, you got body warmers and hand warmers just trying to like keep warm enough to say your lines. Uh, oh, look at this. Wifey is uh, FaceTiming. Hey, wifey. I'm podcasting. See, look at this. Uh, the, 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 the reception is so bad, I can't even hear. Try to say something. I said, can, am I live on the podcast right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're live on the podcast. But the reception is so... You, why don't you interview me like, I, like you're the host and I'm the guest? I don't know what to interview you about right now, honestly. That was not planned. This was not planned. Well, when you answered the phone, hey, well, Ricey, I was excited. I was like, oh, my gosh, he's being nice to me. But then it's just because you're podcasting. So you think I'm typically mean to you? <laughs> no. I just got my, my curly white shine. How was it? Cavities? No cavities. Well, I didn't get x-rays, but um, just a heads up, you're going next week. <laughs> oh, rats. They can't argue with me on the podcast that you're going to go to the dentist. I, I actually feel like I seriously might have a cavity. Oh, no. Well, what I was thinking, this is totally in line with the parenting aspect, but next week when you go to the dentist, we're going to take Penny with us, and we're going to let her see you get your teeth cleaned and see what going to the dentist is all about because she's supposed to go for the first time when she's three. So if we can get her used to it before then, we should be good. Yeah, we, we're still in a um, – it's a good idea. We're still in a trying to get her to be okay with brushing her teeth thing. I feel like we've been really bad about it, and we're kind of trying to get her to be okay with it. She kind of smiles when I brush my teeth, but, like, she does – she's still not cool with it. So I'm at the Starbucks drive through just so you know. Sorry in advance. Hi, I think it's today. Yes, can I have a tall salted caramel mocha, non-fat, and whipped cream, and that's all. Tall salted caramel mocha. That's fine. Tall salted caramel mocha, you sit on fat, don't we? No, add whip, please. Keep the whip. Yeah. All right, I will have a total of a window for you. Thank you. Whipped cream with the clean teeth and everything. Heck yeah, they're clean, so I can add the sugar in. I've been eating way too much sugar this week. I've been, I can feel it in my body. Um, so the dentist, I wish everybody could see, but at the, they gave me, you know, your typical goodie pack when you go to the dentist, but they gave us a toddler toothbrush to take home to Kenny as Winnie the Pooh. There you go. So I'm going to give this to her when I get home. It's from ages four months to 24 months. Well, there you go. Really? She's... You're supposed to start brushing your teeth at four months? They don't even have teeth at four months. No. Ours didn't have teeth until she was almost a year. Yeah. Wow. That was that's kind of surprising. Anyways, so I just wanted to check in with you and 
Yeah, I mean, hopefully that the when we when we put this out that you can even hear you. I mean, I hope. I'm just holding the phone near the microphone right now. So. Would it be better if I called you versus FaceTiming you? Probably. I, probably, I'm sure. But it is what it is. So, thanks for uh, hopping in yep. on the podcast, and I guess we'll talk to you a little later. <laughs> All right, host. <laughs> All right, guest. See you later. Bye. Love you. Well, look at there. Didn't even know that was going to happen. But hey. Um, yeah, I, I could have waited, I guess, to do the thing later. I just felt like our, our, our schedules were not syncing up properly to really get her in here and do this thing. And I've got to work later. Uh, I think I was, I was talking about the snow and everything right before she called. Yeah, I got to work later. Really weird schedule. I got to go in at nighttime and um and do some stuff but just wanted to go ahead and get this thing done and recorded and out to you guys asap because i know you guys expect it but anyway i guess that, that'd be a good episode actually to talk about like toddler hygiene you know and like teaching them uh, teeth brushing and, and and ways to do it that's actually a really really good episode we should do that remind me Remind me next time. Send us a DM over at Hello Baby Podcast, or maybe at my Instagram at Matt Lanter, or Angela's at Angela Lanter, for that matter. So let's uh, let's move on a little bit into the topic. By the way, real quickly, I I, I have to apologize for the sound quality. I know this is a really weird setup. I'm in like possibly the worst place I could I could be for recording a podcast. I'm in the living room of my Airbnb. Um, I, I, I've got sound bouncing off of a metal table. It's very echoey in here. It's hardwood floors and like just there's no real carpet or or rugs anywhere. It's just it's awful. So I apologize for the sound quality. Unfortunately, it is what it is right now. I hope that you can even hear me decently enough to want to continue to listen to the podcast. But uh, it is what it is. So anyhow, let's go ahead, get into today's topic and uh, chat a little bit about it. It'll probably be quick because I don't have anyone to bounce things off of. Uh, (laughs) But I want to talk about pretty clearly uh, because I am away on business travel and I've been doing a lot of away time recently. Sometimes Ken and, and uh, Angel will travel with me. Um, the schedule on, on this project has been pretty cool because I've had a lot of time down. But uh, the last couple of weeks, I have spent basically the majority of the week in Toronto while Angela and Kenny stay in Ohio. And I will come back for the weekend. This past weekend, I was supposed to be back for like two or three days. Unfortunately, I flew down. A expensive ticket last minute flew down from Toronto to Cleveland uh, and then took an Uber down to where we uh, uh, kind of currently are posted up at and uh, oh god the next day they called me and they said yeah, you got to be back on Sunday for a fitting so I had to drive back because my rental car was in Ohio it's very complicated uh, at a very very short cut short weekend uh, with the fam so uh, after tonight, I'm going to take back off, and I've actually got a little bit of time off, I think, fingers crossed. So I'll head back down to Ohio and be with them, but uh, it was just a very, very wacky thing. But 
that's what I want to talk about. Oh, what do you do when you got to, when you got to travel for business, you know, you're away. I, I, you know, maybe, maybe typically I would say traditionally, maybe it's more so the dad that has to travel away and be away on business travel from the kids. Uh, you know, uh, now more and more they're, they're working moms, career moms out there and stay at home dads. And, um, or sometimes you just don't have a choice. Your, your, your job takes you away and you got to find ways to deal and ways to uh, cope and, and get around uh, being away from your kid, you know? And I mean, I, to be honest, selfishly, I was sort of thinking about how do, how do, how do you deal? How, how does the adult deal with being away from the parent? And that's originally what I kind of started Googling, but you know, how do you find ways to cope being away from your kid? But really more of the articles were about the kid, which makes sense how to comfort them and how to be there for them. Um, when they don't have one of their parents around, you know, it's gotta be really tough on them. Boy, oh boy, have I got a cool new sponsor for you today. And I'm excited about it because it is a cool piece of technology. And you know, I love tech. It's called the Ember Wave. It's the first bracelet that helps you feel colder or warmer at the press of a button. That's right. I said a bracelet. You put it on your wrist, which is a, uh, a heat and cool pressure point. At the press of a button, you can instantly feel up to, well, not instantly, I should say a couple minutes, up to five degrees cooler or warmer based on your situation. How awesome is that? I mean, it works like a little mini air conditioner or heater. It transfers heat away from your skin or towards your skin through a scientific phenomenon known as the Piltier effect? I don't know how to say that word, but uh, it's a science thing. Let's just leave it there, huh? <laughs> the Ember Wave is so cool. Temperature's personal, right? You know, you, you, public places set temperature uh, to try to make people comfortable. But the fact of the matter is only about 80% of those people feel comfortable in that setting, right? So like a, a school or a workplace or something like that. Man, I remember being so freezing cold in high school when they would blast the air conditioning. If I could have, at the touch of a button with the Ember Wave, could have warmed myself up five degrees or what felt like five degrees warmer because I had a, a hot spot on my wrist, Oh, that would have uh, been amazing. Matter of fact, they say that it can help increase productivity and decrease stress if you are feeling uh, comfortable in temperature and overall comfortability. Comfortability. Is that a word? I don't know, but let's go with it, huh? <laughs> Today, our listeners will get $30 off if they go to the emberwave.com slash baby website. That is E-M-B-R-W-A-V-E dot com slash baby check it out. You know, what's funny is I specifically remember my dad, I wouldn't say he traveled a lot for um, his work when we were young, but I, every now and then he would, I remember specifically one time being, I was probably maybe five years old at this point, maybe six. Uh, probably five. Yeah, probably five. Um, and I remember him having to travel away for, uh, for business. And I remember I was on my bed. I was maybe like jumping on the bed or something. I feel like my mom was in the room with me and my dad was in there. And I think at that moment, dad was leaving to, uh, to travel out of town. I remember crying. I remember like crying and that I couldn't, or I didn't want or whatever. I couldn't stop crying. Cause I was like so upset that dad was leaving 
And I, I don't know, maybe it was that age that I really understood that he was leaving. He wasn't going to be there. And, you know, at that age, you don't you don't process well. You don't uh, you don't quite understand or something bugs you or bothers you and you you focus on it like that's your world. Right. So I remember that pretty vividly. It's kind of weird. Um, but, you know, of course, I don't remember how long he was going to be gone. I don't I don't think he was ever gone for like weeks at a time or anything. It's probably just a few days. But. You know, my little brain back then couldn't handle it. So um, anyway, so I started thinking about that and found some articles. One website we always love is parents.com. They always just have great stuff, great resources on there. Um, So I found an article I kind of wanted to go over with you guys and just give you some tips on uh, traveling away from your kid or if you have a husband or a wife or you know a spouse or whatever that travels away and um, just it's it can be sort of traumatizing on a kid right and it's something that we as an adult might not really think about too much it's like ah, I'm gonna take off for a couple of days and I'll be back but um, you know it can be more case in point five-year-old Matt crying dad was going away <laughs> so it can be uh, challenging to family life but you can take some steps to manage uh, that trip successfully. So let's get into a little bit this particular article. And uh, what is there, like six, seven, eight tips maybe? That's going to help make it a little less stressful. So number one, know when to tell your kid. Gosh, I'm so sorry. I feel all I hear is like bouncing echoey walls. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, know when to tell your kid when the upcoming trip uh, is happening. And that sort of depends on the child's age and the temperament of the child, really. I mean, I guess it's a pretty individual thing too. But toddlers and preschoolers, they don't understand the concept of time. And some elementary age kids may still have trouble differentiating five days from one week. So maybe it's best to only give them a couple of days notice which comes from a, uh, a PhD licensed psychologist, uh, her name's Stephanie Mahalis, founder of the Center for Wellbeing in Los Angeles. Young children tend to get overly anxious about parents leaving. So shorter time frames reduce the length of time that they worry. Older kids and teens are a little more independent, you know, tweens. So you can let them know three or four days ahead of time so they can kind of process and understand what's going to happen. But the little ones, you may just want to leave it till maybe just the, the day before, something like that. So they're, they're not sitting there worrying for days. Um, if you got to leave urgently and you can't give them notice, tell your kid as soon as possible and, and, and make sure that you stay calm. You know, have a plan in place so that, that uh, she won't feel or he won't feel like they're a last-minute thought. And they feel kind of left out. Number two, you could give your kid the details. Tell your kid when you're leaving, where you're going, what you're going to be doing, how they can contact you, uh, when you're going to return. You know, all these things put kids at ease. Young kids, they may not understand what Monday or August 20th means. So mark, mark your departure and your return dates on maybe like a cool, colorful calendar. You know, you can tell them to cross out each morning when they, when uh, they wake up and that you're going to be home on the day with the star or whatever you can choose. Um, you can help them understand where you're going to be by showing photos, pointing out location on the map. Um, for older kids, you know, researching it on the Internet or a book. Um, and then, of course, let them know who's going to be taking care of them while you're away. 
you know, or whether they're going to have to stay home or, or maybe go to grandma's house or something like that. It's just giving them the details. Let them, let them, let them be informed. Um, number three, stick to the routines. Keep things on the home front as close to normal as you possibly can. Having a parent away on business is already difficult, so it's best not to make additional changes that'll disrupt the kids' lives. So if your child is staying with a babysitter or a family member, leave detailed instructions on bedtimes, feeding schedules, who needs to be where and when, and other any uh, necessary information to keep things consistent. By the way, I'm, ba- I'm reading from an article. I want to make sure I'm not, I'm not like plagiarizing this. Uh, the, uh, a person named uh, uh, Tamikia Reese uh, wrote this episode. So I'm, I'm just basically an episode. <laughs> That's an article. So I'm, I'm basically paraphrasing this article for article had trouble with that word article for you guys so uh this is not my tips these are her tips or his tips i'm not sure um again uh let's see what what are we on number four here leave mommy or daddy reminders giving a child something that belongs to the absent person such as a t-shirt or a photo or uh some sort of a keepsake thing will keep his or her presence in the home and can reduce separation anxiety. You can leave notes. I thought this was a really cool one. Leave surprising notes that would also help, right? Like you can put them in easy to find places like a toy chest or maybe a lunch bag for your kid that goes to school, a backpack or like in their shoe. I just thought that was kind of cool. I was like, wow, that would be really fun because every time they find like a fun note or something, it kind of feels like mom or dad is there with them, like telling them something in that moment. And it was unexpected, Right. So they still feel that that connection uh, that mom's caring mom, or dad's caring. And, you know, oh, it's kind of a fun note. Where's my next note going to be? I thought that was just kind of a cool uh, tip there. Um, it says because bedtime can be especially stressful. Dr. Harris uh, suggests videotaping yourself reading a book so the child or other parent can play the video during story time. Uh, that's a good tip. What are we, number five? Prevent tough goodbyes. Yeah, I can see this one. Sneaking away, prolonging the departure, acting anxious, or displaying guilt about your travel can make goodbyes even more challenging. Dr. Mahalis says, to make parting easier, she's recommending that you give your child a hug and a kiss. Say, I love you. Can't wait to see you when I come back home. And I know you're going to have a good time. And then go ahead and leave. Don't make it a big thing. Don't prolong it. Don't feel guilty because then your, your kid's going to pick up on that. You know, they're going to they're gonna pick up on that uh, anxiety that you have or guilt that you have about going away. And it becomes much more of a thing, much more of a big deal. Uh, next one, check in. Once you're away and you get to your location, go ahead and touch base with your kid and your caretaker every day. You know, of course, the daily chats, they allow kids to hear your voice, gives everyone time to share his or her day discuss any concerns or things that are happening back home, you know, so they feel comfortable. Don't limit communication uh, to your cell phone. Technology is a wonderful thing. I mean, for Angela and I, you know, FaceTiming right now is, is amazing. It's Skype, FaceTime, other video chat apps, they can be fun and they're easy ways to keep in touch and to take that kind of a step further other than just saying like, hi, hello, how you doing? Because um, I we we Facetime all the time with Ken, you know, while she's eating and stuff like that. If I'm if I'm here and I'm not at work or something, we we Facetime all the time, and I talk to her, and 
she always tries to, she'll like try to feed me through the phone or something like that. Uh, but you could go a step further and you could actually, if you got a young kid or something, you could play games or watch TV shows online together. I think we've already shared this on the podcast, but me and Angela, when we used to, when we were kind of first dating and things like that, and we were separated or I was away on uh, business or doing something um, in a hotel, we would turn on FaceTime and watch like Netflix or something like that. We would stream or TV, like a live or event or whatever. We would turn it on at the exact same time. Matter of fact, we would actually count down. We would say three, two, one, and then we'd hit play. And we would watch the same TV show together. We would almost recreate, you know, like a bedtime routine. If we get in bed and we watch, you know, Andy Griffith or I Love Lucy or something like that, we would kind of like recreate that bedtime. And oftentimes this is when Angela was first staying at home by herself. This is pre-baby and all that kind of stuff. Uh, We'd actually leave the FaceTime on all night long so that she'd feel more comfortable. You know, if something happened that uh, I would hear it on my end and I don't know, call the police maybe. I'm not exactly sure, but it was just a way to, to stay connected and feel connected and stay in touch. And so that's something you could do with your kid too. Uh, play, play a game online. What is that game? There's a game that we had downloaded and it might only be, ah, oh, gosh, it wasn't called like What's It or something like that. It was some kind of a weird funky name, but everybody that has this has a cell phone in the room plays, but it airs on your TV Maybe that might have just been like a on the same Wi-Fi network kind of a deal. But I was thinking that'd be a cool thing. I wonder if there's a game out there that you can play like, you know, that shows up on the TV or just something like that. Even even words with friends, maybe. I don't know. You could play that and connect with your your kid if they're of age with a, you know, with a cell phone or a, um, an iPad or something like that or iPod uh, to keep them uh, connected and just make them feel like you're still there and uh and to connect. Next tip. Oh, do you hear my coffee maker going off? I feel like this environment, this podcast environment here and with the microphone and everything, it's picking up everything from snow shovels outside to airplanes to uh, the flickering fireplace that I've got going right now to my coffee maker. Uh, gosh, I hope it's picking up my voice good because it's picking up everything else. At least it is in my ears. <laughs> um Anyway, back to the tips here. Uh, This one says, let go somewhat. So it says connect like we just talked about, but not too often because incessant calling or nagging could actually make the separation harder for kids and frustrate your spouse. (laughs) So, you know, connect with them, play games with them, but you got to, I guess you got to be aware of what uh, a negative impact of that could be too on the kid and also on your spouse, right? Too much access can make it difficult to tend to your work because you're not as focused. And same with your kids. Maybe they've got homework or something like that. You don't want to keep too much going on here. Stay in touch, but limit access. Trust your significant other to handle situations at home. You don't want your kids to feel like every little thing they need to be calling you, right? That doesn't really help your other partner at home who's trying to kind of like run the house in their way, their style, and, and handle things there. The very next tip, so funny, says handle home life. If you're doing the solo parenting while your spouse is away, it can be equally stressful. Prepare your child's possible whining for the first hours or day and try to remain calm and reassure them. Stick to the routines like bedtimes, naps. Don't knock yourself out trying to do exactly the same thing as your partner does. Do what works for you and the kiddos. 
It includes having fun as a family, taking a breather alone if you need it. Make time to read while the kids are in bed. Have an hour or two of me time while they're at school. So everyone will benefit from a sane mommy or daddy, whoever is at home. So this is just saying, you know, balance things out with yourself too. make sure that you as a caretaker are taken care of so that you can then take care of your kids better. Next tip. I don't even know what number this is. If you're keeping count, what is this number eight, maybe seven? I'm not even sure. Return with love from your business travels. After a long week of meetings, you probably can't wait to get home and relax. But when the kids haven't seen you for a while, they want to share everything that's happened. See what souvenirs you brought them and hear about your trip. Being abrupt or saying that you need alone time is going to make your child think that they're, they're just not as important. After he feels you already had time away. You know, you might have been working away and you might be busy, but to your kid, they're like, well, you've already, that, that, they've already been away. They've been alone time. So the doc, Dr. Mahalis recommends spending at least 15 to 20 minutes with kids when you arrive home. You got to give them hugs and kisses and catch up with them. And you can get your downtime by saying you got to go shower, you got to unpack, or maybe go for a walk after being on a plane ride for so long. You know, so you just kind of like say like, ah, I'm stiff from the plane ride. I got to, I got to get out for a minute and walk. But by spending time with your child first and making the transition a natural one, your kid won't take your desire for space personally. Moreover, making your return as positive as your departure means he will be less anxious the next time you travel. I don't know. That was a good article, I thought. Very informative. Um, maybe some of it pretty obvious, you know, with the FaceTime and all that kind of stuff. But um, stuff that you didn't really think about, you know, sometimes it's hard to... I, I love that it kind of like gave a perspective from the kid. You know, something you don't really think about. Because I think we get caught up. You know, we get caught up in the... Uh, in the, uh, the What business travel means for us as a parent. You know, for me, it's like I... I'm like, oh, I got to leave by this certain time. I got to pack this thing, this thing, this thing, make sure that thing, you know, because I got to have that for work, um, you know, and then I got to be out here at this time. And if I hit traffic going up, I'm going to be late for that. And it becomes a whole big thing and you kind of get into it. But you got to you got to keep in mind, just remember what it does to the kid. And, um, you know, McKinley being almost two, I do think she's definitely getting to that stage where I can kind of tell that she missed me. I can kind of tell like, you know, that, that like the last time I came home or was it the time before, you know, she was a little clingy. She was very, very into me. Um, when I got home and, um, I mean, it, it, it felt good, right? Cause it feels like you're, you're wanted and needed and everything. But I think she's starting to get to the age where she recognizes that, that I'm away, you know, that, uh, that daddy's away and, um, she's not able to like express that yet. But I think, um, I don't know. I wonder what the age would typically be when they like really, really understand it. You know, under two is still pretty young, but I do think she's starting to recognize that, that I'm away. Um, maybe the concept of how long I'm away. I'm not sure. I've already gotten into the practice of uh, talking to her before I leave. I'm not even sure that she understands any of it. <laughs> But I do tell her, I, just, I tell her like what my plan is and how long I'm going to be gone and all this kind of stuff. And I don't know, maybe it's just more for me than her. Maybe I feel like 
you know, I, I feel a little less guilty about it if I kind of like detail out everything for her and I say, okay, you know, cause a lot of times like I'll leave in the morning time before she's even up. So the night before I'll put her in bed, I'll give her her bottle. I'll lean down, say some prayers with her, prayers with her, kiss her on the forehead. I'll kind of tell her daddy's going to be gone when you wake up in the morning and I'm going to be gone for four days. And then on Friday, I'm going to come back and I'm going to see you. I'll be here before you wake up and like stuff like that. I'll tell her that. And you know, I, again, I, she doesn't even know it's probably just for me, but I don't know just in case, just in case she understands some part of that. I let her know. Um, and Angela is, is really great at, uh, keeping me in the loop and, um, you know, like FaceTiming all the time and things like that. And, you know, anytime I'm on the phone, she'll go over to McKinley and say, Hey, you want to see daddy or daddy wants to see you or someone's here to see you or something like that. Right now she's in a phase where she's wake. McKinley's waking up pretty late. So a lot of times we do FaceTime before she's even up. And sometimes, uh, like this morning, um, I was on the FaceTime when she woke up. So when Angela went in McKinley's room, uh, the very first thing in the morning, I was on FaceTime. So it was mommy was there and kind of like daddy was there too, um, which is um, which is always great. FaceTime is just such a lifesaver for uh, traveling and being away and stuff like that. I mean, gosh, it just must have been really, really hard, you know, before um, all these apps and stuff like that. I mean, of course I was around, but I, I wasn't a parent then, so I didn't have to quite worry about that, um, you know, and, and, and didn't really have a, a, a significant other. I mean, FaceTime came around what, like eight, 10 years ago, something like that now. So yeah. Um, I guess I never really experienced uh, away travel before FaceTime. So, uh, anyhow, uh, Hey, I hope you guys, um, I know it's been sort of a short episode, but you know, no co-host, nothing to bounce ideas off of. So I hope you guys enjoyed the tips um, and, um, you know, trying to make traveling life, if you're a mom or your daddy, easier for the kid. It's something we all got to think about. We all got to stay sane, but think more so about the kid. Anyhow, after tonight, I get to travel back to my kid. I'll actually see her probably in the morning because I get off work really late tonight. I don't even go in until like 10 p.m. to work. It's a really weird day. So uh, I'll probably go home. Uh, late, late, late tonight, wake up a little bit late in the morning tomorrow and get on the road and I'll see my kid probably uh, about nap time tomorrow, maybe right after nap time. So I will be home and get to see her. Anyways, we love you guys. Uh, thanks for, uh, you know, tuning in and, and sticking around if you lasted this long to this weird, wacky episode with just one host <laughs> and, uh, and uh, probably some pretty bad sound quality, but we love you guys. We appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll be back next week. Um, I'm pretty sure, uh, because I've got some time off, that Angela will be joining us next week. You know, maybe I'll make her do one on her uh, on her own. We'll see how that one turns out. <laughs> but I think we'll most likely be together, and we'll be in a more normal setting. So anyway, love you guys. Go over and follow us at Hello, ba uh, Hello Baby Podcast on Instagram. DM us, uh, shoot us some questions. You know, we love doing the Q&As and stuff like that. Went, we just went through a whole series. If you haven't listened to those, go back. It was episode number, what, like 40, I don't know, three through 48 or something like that. And a bunch of Q&As and, and took you guys' feedback and questions and stuff like that. We love doing that stuff. Uh, go over and follow me at Matt Lantern. Follow Angela at Angela Lantern. And, um... That's about it. Uh, we love you, and we will see you next week. <laughs>